This podcast is sponsored by Project Dragonfly, a master's degree program offered by Miami University dedicated to ecological and social change. Project Dragonfly offers a part-time Master's of Arts in Biology degree focused on conservation or a Master's of Arts in Teaching for teachers. The program is designed for working professionals and can be completed from anywhere in the United States. Learn more at projectdragonfly.miamioh.edu. Hi everyone, we've got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus News. I've categorized them into drawdown, wildlife, and healing. These stories are truly incredible, and as I try to remind myself and others, they are also reminders that conservation can actually work. Alright, let's get into the first category of drawdown. A couple of stories here. First one's out of greenmatters.com. Germany has generated a historical amount of electricity from wind energy. Germany produced a record-breaking amount of wind energy. Data from the European Energy Exchange, EEX, showed wind farms nationwide had produced more than 50,000 megawatts of energy, resulting in the highest production of electricity derived from wind power on record in one week. New laws have been implemented to put the country on track to consume 80% renewable energy by 2030. Officials had anticipated this year would be historic for Germany to meet its annual goal, and it looks like it's already going quite well. We already need the trend in 2023. One wind turbine per day must become up to six per day. I don't know if that fully makes sense. But anyway, Simon, uh, Simone Peter, the head of the Renewable Energy Lobby Association, BEE, stated on Euroactive TV. Some of that was translated from a German website, so (laughs) sorry if some of that didn't make sense. Next story out of abcnews.go.com. Korean solar company plans to build $2.5 billion plant in Georgia. This is cool. A South Korean solar panel maker said that it will invest more than $2.5 billion to build factories in Georgia in what it says is the largest solar investment in American history. God, I love that. A new $2.31 billion plant in Cartersville, about 35 miles northwest of Atlanta, will hire 2,000 workers and fulfill one of the aims of the climate change and healthcare law that Biden signed in August. Q-cells, a unit of Hanwha Solutions, projects it will supply about 30% of total U.S. solar panel demand by 2027. Holy hell. Including making solar panel components usually manufactured outside of the United States. As demand for clean energy continues to grow nationally, we're ready to put thousands of people to work creating fully American-made and sustainable solar solutions from raw material to finished panels. Q-Cell's CEO, Justin Lee, said in a statement. God, I love that. President Joe Biden described the announcement as a win for workers, consumers, and our our climate. With the Democrats saying in a statement that it would provide good jobs, reduce American reliance on other countries for solar components, and lower the cost of solar panels and help lower carbon emissions. The second category of wildlife. Really great news coming out of OregonZoo.org. The Oregon Zoo was awarded $2 million to help California condors. Um, We've talked about condors many times, 
Pelicanus News, uh, and we also have a great podcast in our conservation conversations about Condor, so I highly recommend you look into that. To get into this story here, here we go. California condors received a much needed boost as the Oregon Zoo was awarded $2 million to support the conservation of this critically endangered species. The funding, included in the year-end omnibus bill signed into law by President Biden, will ensure the zoo's condor recovery efforts can continue uninterrupted. Championed by Senators Merkley and Wyden as part of a package of Oregon investments, the Condor Restoration Resiliency Project will modernize the zoo's off-site Johnson Center for Wildlife Conservation, located in rural Clackamas County. In recent years, wildfires and winter storm power outages have forced evacuations at the center, the second largest of the nation's four condor breeding facilities. As climate change progresses, weather events like these are expected to happen more frequently and with increasing severity. Thanks to Senator Merkley and Wyden's support for this project, our center will be better equipped to withstand weather-related events, protecting condors and staff so that recovery efforts can continue, said Heidi Rain, Oregon Zoo director. Each chick hatched at the center is a lifeline for the species. All right, last category of healing, and this is coming from abcnews.go.com, the United Nations says the ozone layer is slowly healing and the hole will be mended by 2066. Earth's protective ozone layer is slowly but noticeably healing at a pace that would fully mend the hole over Antarctica in about 43 years, a new United Nations report says. A once every four years scientific assessment found recovery in progress more than 35 years after every nation in the world agreed to stop producing chemicals that chomp on the layer of ozone in Earth's atmosphere that shields the planet from harmful radiation linked to skin cancer, cataracts, and crop damage. In the upper stratosphere and in the ozone hole, we see things getting better, said Paul Newman, co-chair of the scientific assessment. The progress is slow. According to the report presented at the American Meteorological Society convention in Denver, the global average amount of ozone, 18 miles high in the atmosphere, won't be back to 1980 pre-thinning levels until about 2040, the report said, and it won't be back to normal in the Arctic until 2045. Antarctica, where it's so thin there's an annual giant gaping hole in the layer, won't be fully fixed until 2066, the report said but all incredible trajectories that I know can inspire us to do the similar type of work in all the aspects of conservation. I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month, and I really look forward to sharing more in the future. Thank you.